Hallelujah. All right, let's look at Matthew 6, verse 1. Matthew 6, verse 1. It says that ye do not take it, that ye do not take it, that ye do not your arms before, that ye do not arms your arms before men, not to be seen of them. Otherwise, ye have no reward of your Father, which is in heaven. When we see the phrase, take it, used in scripture, it is more of a warning than an instruction. And to neglect the warning is to suffer the consequences attached to the warning. I've always told you that Caution is not legalism when there is a warning in scriptures. In fact, in our studies in Genesis, we said one of the first things that God gave man or God told man was a warning. And you see this one now here saying, you see this text saying, take heed. And we said it is more of an instruction and to neglect that instruction is to suffer the consequences in warning. And now Jesus wanted to teach prayer. If you read through the context of the Matthew 6, that's where you see if thou prayers in verse 6. Look at the Matthew 6 verse 6 where it says, But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret. And thy father, we see it in secret shall reward thee openly. And we said, Jesus thought on prayer and began by giving the, the disciples warning from his teaching on prayer. I think that's quite an instructive thing. Imagine your, your, your first, imagine, the, and, and if you look at the context of Matthew, this will be the first teaching on prayer in according to Matthew's account. And your your context of prayer is imagine your first teaching to your disciple on prayer is when you want to pray, don't pray publicly to be seen of men. Then that means that Jesus taught his disciples and he was warning them. And Jesus told them not to be like the hypocrites or to be acting. You know, it, 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 today now, why, why, why am I saying this? Today now we live in a world where, and we live in a world where um, Christians today are literally acting for cameras. You see that they are worshiping God. In fact, that thing happened. To, see, the, the, that thing happened to me in some places that I went to preach at in in December. When I noticed that the cameraman is coming, I was just post. I just find out that there was just this. There was just this urge in my head to want to post well. So maybe I'm praying now. I'm worshiping God, and I mistakenly open my eyes and see the. I'll just close my head back. And act very well so that by the time the picture come out, the picture can come out good. 
Interestingly, those places I posted, they did not, the, the camera did not, the, the, the picture, they have not sent the picture to today. I'm even disturbing them, please, bro, where's my pictures? <laughs> you can't tell me that all my acting was gone. And that is how it is today in the church world. Thank God that our whole Sunday service, our whole Tuesday service, we don't have cameraman that all Friday prayer meeting like this, where all of us, we are all praying. Look at everybody now. Look at everybody is looking like I say, no, Pastor, VG, no, there should not be somebody in our VG taking you, maybe like our 12 hours prayer right now. There should be a standby cameraman. He is not praying, no. He's just walking around, speaking in tongues. And he's just going around. You know, cameramans are the most freest people in the service. Even where you cannot stand on, they will go there. You, you cannot stand on this thing, cameraman, because you want to get the angle very well. He will stand on it. <laughs> cameraman, people that can come even inside the pulpit. They can come here. It's just like how you are sitting there. Cameraman can stand there and sit. Just want to check the angle very well. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> There's nothing you can do. You just allow them to do their job. Then just imagine a cameraman walking in between the service in the prayer rally and taking pictures. And you, you're just a sharp Maybe you're feeling sleepy before. You will wake up. You just see a camera, you just say, ah, sharp Because you know that it's going to go on the church page, then you post. Men and brethren, when we have gotten our reward. That is why, personally, I can't do supernatural commissions. There are some things that we will never do. We will never record a live streaming service of where we are praying. For what? It's either we want to teach the prayer and record it and stop it when we are done teaching so that people can pray. Then we will not record the prayer and just say, Everybody is just moving around the church. Who will not pray? When they know that people are watching them. That's acting. That's already a script. We are becoming an hypocrite. And today, now let's bring it to our world. Because, let's bring it home. Because we now live, you know, a, a good Bible preacher must be able to relate with his audience. Now, some of you now, because you're in supernatural committee, or by virtue of just being in supernatural committee, you can't, this is what I just give, you can't relate. There are some of you, you want to pray. Your brethren is sleepy. That is when you catch body. It's good. Well, take your body to your car. Or take it outside. You live with people. They are praying. They, are, you know, they are trying to sleep for work the next day. That's when you, you just say, <laughs> "That my disciple. Tonight is the night. I need to pray." And then that's when you, oh, ooh, <laughs> yeah, ah, and they are sleeping. Ah, that person, and sometimes 
When you start praying like that, you started sincerely. Nothing. But as you, in the course of the prayer, you started praying, ah, why is this one not waking up? I remember, <laughs> I, won't, I won't share you some stories. I will, <laughs> I will, I will spare you some details. When you start praying like that, you just be remembering, ah, with all the body and catching this sister is not waking up. You now walk around the person. Mambro sopreke, rito sebala da dega, the broko da zoproko dega. The person is just sleeping. You now do like, you now do like something fall down on the sister. You now do, oh sorry, 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 sorry. That's not prayer. <laughs> Your reward has been given to you. Now, somebody say, since I live with people, then that means I should not pray again. You see, you just heard the devil. <laughs> you see, it's the devil you just heard just now. So, you see, we don't want to be like hypocrites. I, that's why I, 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 my, my vision of a church or having a church building is such that the church is very accessible to people. And especially in this, our busy, busy world, it's so accessible to people such that, I mean, if you're in the church, what do you expect? Even if anybody is sleeping inside the church, what do you expect to be going on inside the church? <laughs> I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Even if people are sleeping inside the church, maybe somebody is sleeping inside that room now or that room, and you you come here to pray, you say, "Oh, pray, pray, do shout like that." That's why this beauty is there. This is not a sleeping house. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? But so prayer involves communication with God, and therefore requires our focus. And I'm going to lead this to somewhere, but I'm just building up gradually. So prayer involves communication with God and requires our focus and the engagement of the mind and heart. See, I'll say it again. Prayer involves communication with God and requires our focus. And the engagement of the mind and acts. Many of us, including me, and I'm, as I'm teaching you, I'm teaching myself, and I'm repenting too. Sometimes a preacher just needs to preach so that he can hear himself. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Your mind has to be involved in prayer. Sometimes, or many times, or all the time. When you are supposedly praying, and your heart is not actively involved in it, do not think that you are talking to God. Though. It's like saying, now look at something. How many of you, I, I don't know if many of you are like me, who can multitask. I can be doing three things. At the same time, I can be watching a movie, I can be talking to you, 
I can be doing something else on my laptop and I can still be very active. But let me tell you, I figured out something. It's not true. There's one point, there's one place I will miss concentration. Is it that I miss concentration in the movie that I would not have to forward back later? Or maybe I have to pause it immediately so that I can hear you very well? Or I'm not hearing you. Hallelujah. So, when it comes to prayer, prayer involves communication. And like I said, when you are supposedly praying and your heart is not actively involved in it, do not think you are talking to God, though. You identify yourself. Sometimes you are scrolling through the thing. Like, wow. You are not talking to God, my dear. Because if you are talking to God, your heart will be there. That's why James said the effectual art felt. That means my my heart has to be there. The effectual art felt prayer of the righteous. Art felt. So prayer is first what your heart is saying. That your lips is simply vocalizing in agreement. I'll say it again. Prayer is first. I feel like I've been teaching you people on school of prayer since, since last week. Uh, so look, look at this. Prayer is first what your heart is saying that your lips are simply vocalizing in agreement. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching us this thing so that this year we can have if you know when we say enormous results, I know that we are a prayer people. Are you getting what I'm saying, brethren? We are a praying church. I mean, you can't come to supernatural convention except you are just a bench of supernatural convention that we are. I say we are still trusting God for you. But an active member of supernatural convention, even on Sunday service, our Sunday service is no go. Is enough prayer for the week? I don't even get what I'm saying. Sunday service, Tuesday service, we will first pray. There's no service we will not first pray. They say Bible seminar. Where we just say, praise the Lord. We go into the world straight. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are praying people. We have we pray one hour every week, every day. We pray our our prayer chain as a church, our pray, our prayer meeting, prayer meeting, three hours. Prayer, aside prayer rally and prayer video. Prayer video, six hours. Prayer rally, 12. Or, as the Spirit leads, hit 12. And we are going to start a lot of that very soon. So that when you are in those meetings, listen to me, and I want you to pay attention. So that when you are in those meetings, I'm, see, let me tell you something. I remember when I, before I went to WCC this year, in, in December, I told myself, I'm going to actively, there's just, I did, not, I, I did not make a decision whether I will stand up or I will sit down. I did not make that decision. I just made a decision to 
actively engage in prayer. That's all. So for the first time, I mean, for the first time, and maybe because I've done 24 hours in the course of the year, for the first time in 24 hours, in all the years I've been going, or more than 24 hours that we prayed, I barely, I barely even dozed. And I thought, okay, probably it's, it's constant practice because before the meeting, I've also done some prayers and 24 hours even then. And so I just felt like, okay, because but I was actively able to engage in that prayer because I don't, I don't want to waste my time. I just, this is just how I see things in life. If I set myself to, there are just sometimes I just set myself, I just want to do a VG. I, I switch off my phone. That period, if you text me, you know, the, the thing will not go blue. You know why? I'm busy. I just want to enjoy this time first and know that, okay, after this time, I will do other things. So that when you come for a prayer rally and you say to them, that's why, let me tell you something. I prefer, let me tell you what I do as in ministry. I prefer to pray, tell you that, okay, this is the amount of hours we'll pray. I prefer to pray, tell you. You know why? So that your mind, you will not switch off at some point. It's just like mission is possible this year now. I didn't know the hours we want to pray as a church. Because I'm planning my head, I'm preparing gradually. It's <laughs> Before we close our eyes, I'll open the mission is possible is here. That's the truth. So in my head, I'm consciously telling myself, okay, this is it, this is it, this is it. As we get to the meeting, you will know. In fact, when they mention mission is possible, your mind should already tell you, wow, one week of One week with the Lord Jesus Christ and his angels. And I obey Because I will inflict my own into it. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? I just like everybody to, you know, it's, it's better you are aware. So that way, they, when you are praying, you're like, they told me now. It's not as if they did not tell me. I remember the first day I went for one prayer meeting. I've always said this story. Three hours, so it was just three hours. And I saw people breaking share. Yeah. You know, it's like when you first came, that was the first sound here. I saw me in my head, I said, what fell down? So as I stayed in two, five minutes, another share break. Yeah. Ah, I just left. <laughs> you know what they say? This is not your calling. I just left. It was all sister that I got called. Hey, it's bro, bro, bro. And Interestingly, the flyer was in my hand. Bro, 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 where are you going? I said, I was coming for somewhere, but this is not where I'm going to. She said, but, ah, what's in your hand? It's like, <laughs> it's like I even forgot. And I opened the flyer. I, I almost, you know, it's like the ground will swallow you. <laughs> I opened the flyer and I said, oh, she said, this is the place. Come inside. You know, till today, she still makes jest of me. He said, you that ran away for prayer. Then they see me and I say, so you're a pastor. That's what she says. She says, so you're a pastor. You that ran away for prayer. <laughs> and I just felt like, in my head, I just felt like, wow. I did not know. 
So now that I now know, and I started running away, or I will come towards the ending. Let's say like, because I didn't knew the time that it ends. So 30 minutes, I'll just come there and come and help them to break share too. Because, you know, when you do not start from the beginning, the people that do not start from the beginning, when they always come in, they come in with new fire. <laughs> they come in with fresh, fresh, fresh fire. They will not be catching serious body. They were not there from the beginning. Just like, just like it's we're praying. I just saw that. This one is not tired. I'm not going to meet the person. Please. Were you here from the beginning? Say no, no, no. I just ah, ah I said it. Ah, how we how we have started since yesterday. Today, your face not look like your face not look like another creature. Ah, your face looking you, even the wet lips is wetting. Ah, sis, were you were you here from the beginning? That's how I went to meet one sister. I just noticed that this sister she did not come from the beginning anyway. But I observe her for a good eight hours. You know, it's like you are praying, but you're just looking at somebody. Eight hours. It's long hours, so you have all the hours to. I just observe her for eight hours. Me and Bokroidi, we just said, this one must be working in, in Amazon. This is a warehouse person. I said, this one is not looking like somebody that. that that is not praying. That is this prayer is just someone. I just said, let's go. And we just went to the person. The person said, I just said, are you working Amazon? Say yes. Picking and packing. Yeah. I said, this posture <laughs> <laughs> shows it. I <laughs> you can see what I'm saying. So prayer, your art has to be involved. Are you, I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, brethren. Your heart has to be involved in prayer. He says in James, look at what James says. Look at what James says. And I'm, I'm teaching us this so that when we want to pray, we are not wasting our time in prayer. Look at what James says, James 5. Verse 16b. It says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Now, when it says righteous man, righteous, the righteous man there simply means you. And it says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Now, the Amplified Version now says, is tremendous in his working. That effectual there, fervent, it says the effectual heartfelt prayer of the righteous man. That means when I'm talking to God, my heart has to be involved. I'm not just barely just saying, some people just, your heart must communicate, must vocalize. It's like saying, when I'm praying, prayer is first what your heart is saying, that your lips is vocalizing in agreement. You cannot see the fruits of prayer if you pray ascent mindedly. You can't. That was why there was a way Jesus in his teachings and his parables explained prayer. He says, when you want to pray, go into your room, shut your door. You know, whatever you want to do at that point must be a very serious business. I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying. He says, go into your room, shut your door, that people are not seeing you. 
And you know, to these days, like I said earlier, I said, these days now, we now live for cameras and photos. I remember I was preaching somewhere, and I, and I shared it, I said, I remember I was preaching somewhere. When the cameraman is coming, I'll just, somewhere in my head, I'll just, so, you know, in my own, in my renewed mind, I'll have to say, since you did you are born again, this thought has still no, this thought of camera thing has not got it off your mind. And I'm just telling myself, so when I see the camera, I'm like, maybe I'm praying before and I open my eyes and I just see the camera, hey, I'll just close the thing and pose very well. So when the camera, when the picture comes out, it will go, <laughs> it will come out good. And I'm wondering, that should not be. Many other, it's just like even giving. Some people that give and they post it on YouTube and say, I just want to, I just want to, um, I just want to inspire somebody. You have gotten your reward, though. <laughs> oh, you don't know? <laughs> if the comments, all the comment section. Wow, good job. That's your reward. Wow, I'm inspired. Good, that's your reward. Jesus that told us to do things. Imagine I want to give you money and I say, let's welcome, <laughs> hello guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel. So I've just been thinking, you know, after the script first, before you now, and I say, so I want to call the names of people that want to give money tonight. Just say, Favor Benson, you can stand up. No, if I jack you. <laughs> then that, and the camera is, everybody's clapping. That, you, the person, I've gotten my reward though. So say, so how do we not inspire people? That's why we teach the word. So that you'll be inspired from the word. <laughs> you when you read your Bible, you'll be inspired. When you listen to a someone giving, you'll be inspired to go and give. Just imagine. Now see you. They do that one for giving to the poor, but when it comes to church offering, imagine every we have a cameraman or like. Our Sunday's camera now. We're doing offering time. Tuesday service. When is Sunday service? We are following you around. Please, what do you want to give? <laughs> what do you want to give in the, in the offering basket? Uh, how is that going to be? How are you going to? Would you like that one? You will drop more money. The one dollar you've been dropping before. When you notice that it's two ways, then you don't come back to the church again. <laughs> Because you don't feel like the church is too extreme. Or the next time you come back, you are coming back with enough money. But this one, we don't put, you even put this envelope. You just sell it. Nobody anonymous. Nobody knows. Nobody is tracing things. You just sell it or cash up it. Nobody. Hallelujah. Some people will even cash up 0 0.79 cents. <laughs> Be playing. <laughs> <laughs> Then you wonder how do you want to cash it out? Because <laughs> cash up we cash up we take their own. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? You have got to your reward when you do those things. The same thing with prayer. You can pray just so that people will see you and know that you are praying. Just so that people would. Know that, oh, wow, what a good prayer warrior. And some people say, don't use the word warrior again. You are not worrying prayer. Prayer victor. I say, eh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> they say, you're not a prayer warrior. You're a prayer champion. 
I said, wow, whatever it is, <laughs> just pray. <laughs> it's whoever, whoever gets your answers that win. <laughs> you guys see what I'm saying? So, you can't pray absent-mindedly. It's not possible. Your heart has to be involved in communicating with the Father. So, even when you're, that's why it seems like, I don't know if you notice that, when it seems like you have this body in prayer, such that you are praying, you are so burdened, you are, you know, you are just 100% fixed on that prayer that you are even screaming. And that time it's as though the Holy Ghost, and, and, we, and we're going to explain that as we, as we progress in our teachings in prayer. And it's as though the Holy Ghost has taken over you in the place of prayer. Do you notice that? When you are done with it, there's just that calmness that comes to you. There's just that ease. You just know that, oh, something has been addressed somewhere. And that's because your heart was truly involved. And do you know that we can always feel that way? I don't know if you know, I mean, if I prayed before and maybe one hour, two hours, and you just feel like you are not done. I mean, let me see your hands. I mean, if I prayed for even long hours, maybe 12 hours before, you still feel like you are not done. It's always like that. And you just feel like, ah, <laughs> I'm going to take days on this issue. There are some prayers I prayed. That I'm still praying, that has that has taken me years. It's just like praying for North America now. <laughs> In fact, you know, it's like say you pray, you stop. You say, oh, let me pray for other people, I'll come back to the nation later. <laughs> because that one. Or just say praying for New York. Wow. That's going to take you years of body. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. You can't expect that. Some people say, you just, when you finish praying, <laughs> you just be rejoicing. It's not a prayer that leaves you rejoicing. Some prayer leaves you crying. Some prayer leaves you crying for, ah, yeah. I remember there was a time me and my friends, we prayed. One time. And we prayed and we prayed and we prayed. After some hours, we just said, <laughs> men of God, let's go home and rest. They say, I said, uh, I said, as the prayer is, <laughs> the God said, my friend said, and we prayed for close to about eight hours. And he said, this body, it can't end. <laughs> Let's go and rest and come back. Nobody came back the next day. <laughs> Even me, I did not come back. <laughs> we plan to do three days. We dilly down. You know, it's like saying, I'm coming. Where are you? I'm coming. Where are you? Man of God, I'm still attending to some things in the ministry. Where are you? <laughs> God there in the night. And I noticed, I thought they would have started the prayer because they told us we want to pray almost like a couple of us. So I thought that we would have started, they would have started the prayer. I did not know that the man of God wanted to set us up that till the last message come, we are not starting. As soon as I got there, I was expecting to hear noise from the door. I was not hearing noise. As I just opened the door, they said, welcome, man of God. I said, have these people started? They said, no, we are waiting for you. Waiting for me. So they were not waiting for two other people. I said, can we start? He said, no. <laughs> These two other people will come. <laughs> he said, you better be resting. So when they came, they too, I thought they, they too had the mind. So in the middle of the prayer, that's how one body came tap me and said, I want to go and buy food. <laughs> this guy went to buy food, came back, head. Almost eight hours. He said, let's just... 
lift our hands and let's just bless the name of the Lord. Ah, I was even surprised. Ah, after we struggled, you know, it's midnight. Everybody was struggling with sleep. Wake up, wake up, wake up. So in the morning, we just said, let's lift our hands and let's bless God. Ah, everybody was happy some way, but we're wondering, man of God, why? Ah, he said, this body is going to take us days. Now let's come back in the night. <laughs> the prayer did not hold. <laughs> it has still not held it today. And this was us. We planned in a meeting because we went to pray together. We now plan that when we get back, we will do double of what we did. We say, ha, we will take the nations in prayer. It was a lie. <laughs> we took sleep. But that experience taught me that. It's no prayer meeting that, will, that when you finish, you'll be happy. No. There's a prayer that when you finish praying, like this, as you are saying, <laughs> Jesus, stay by praying, you'll just be crying. There's a prayer that when you finish like this, you will still be sad. That, ah. You know, Jesus finished praying for Peter and said, hmm, I'll pray for you. But it <laughs> is when you are strengthened. You convert their brethren. Jesus prayed with much agony. So in praying, your heart must be involved. You, you can't just... Especially, there's something that people say, and I, I try not to use that word, on don't get too tongue spoiled, on just... And you're just pressing your phone. You're just doing other things, which you should, because you are still identifying yourself anyway. But you have something to pray about. I mean, not that when you are not speaking, not that when you are speaking in tongues and doing other things. When you are washing your plate, you are doing other things. You are just speaking in tongues, just talking in tongues. You are edifying yourself, obviously. I mean, you are building strength, you are building stamina. But when we, we talk about prayers, <laughs> when we say, I want to pray, this is time to, can we say that closet that Jesus says, in our today's world, can we say is drop your phone? Can we call that? Can we, can we say it that way? Can we say that closet that says we should enter into the closet? You know, enter into the closet doesn't mean enter into your wardrobe <laughs> or a special place in your room. It just simply means stay away from distraction and focus on what you want to do and put your mind there. There is nobody that will enjoy when you are talking to them and you are being upset minded. Nobody is going to like it. It's like you are very distracted. Imagine, and I, I, nobody also wants to waste their time. I don't like to waste my time. That's, why, that's one of the things that takes me in service, such that when I'm coming to service to minister to people or teach people, I just see it in my head that, ah, for people to leave their house, leave everything, especially this kind of a busy world, leave everything, come to service, my responsibility is such that I trust God, I pray to God, I, I make sure that I have a word. You know, I, I try my best. I, I, I'm not there yet, but I try my best such that everybody that comes to service and sit down and listen, they did not waste their time. Because nobody likes to waste that little one, two hours that they have. It's such that it's very substantial, such that it's very profitable. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that 
that time you also devoted and you say, this is my time for prayer. Just like now that we are, we are, we are emphasizing more on your morning devotion, your quiet time. How about that period of prayer? You are not wasting your time. Drop distractions. If you know your phone is going to distract you, switch it off. Like I mean, press that two buttons. If it is an iPhone, and roll it and go. And when you are done, you come back. See, let me. The one thing I figured is that if you didn't, if you did not, if you drop your phone and come back, nothing. The world will not end. It is still going to be where it is. The few you did not scroll on Instagram, you will still meet it there. I I learned it the hard way. The WhatsApp status you did not check, you will. Still it's not going to disappear. Even if it disappeared, nothing really happened. <laughs> the Facebook posts, you know, the Instagram video, they are all there. When you have that, you can even go and be typing the name of the people you really want to check. I see that they grow to that page. I do it. They just especially all this comedy content, people. If I like it, I just go through the page, just go and be checking it, I'll be stalking, I'll be liking it. I don't know if I'm making sense. It's not going to go. But that means that you must pay attention to that time you have in prayer. I'm really emphasizing that because the essence of prayer is in the harvest, the answers. And that's where I'm really going tonight. And as I, and I, as I share that, we would pray a little bit and we'll go home. Amen. I know this is how I'm using our prayer meeting time to teach. It's intentional because we'll use it. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll make up for it. If you know, you know. So we cannot reduce it to just an activity that is done to while away time. We must ensure that we don't do it for public accolades. I've already said that. We must ensure that we don't do it for public accolades. In Matthew 6, verse 5, that we read, it says, Jesus frowned at people who prayed publicly, or those who prayed publicly so they can be seen, applauded, acknowledged by men, and all of those things. Jesus was not criticizing uh, praying publicly. He's just criticizing the motives. So people that want to pray so that they can be seen, people that want to pray so that people can know that they are very deep in prayer. Some people, the way they... Maybe they are leading prayer. The, the way they will now use the tongues they use to lead prayer is not the tongues they use at home. You're not wondering, ah, when you hear their tongues, you're not wondering, ah, so why did you switch your tongue? So let's say somebody's, his own personal tongue, I think, rap, rap, saba. When you now come to show, it's come to shkapa. You know, ah, bro, <laughs> are you just trying to show us that you can, <laughs> you can speak in tongues? Are you getting that is his reward? I, I don't like to do anything in ministry for rewarded by men who after all this suffering or coming to church in the code, coming to church in the everything, study uh no uh, <laughs> never. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Are you getting what I'm saying? So you don't do things so that means your motives must be checked. Why are you praying? Why are you catching that body? Are you catching the body because you want to catch the body in a public prayer meeting or because so that people can know that? <laughs> Let your motive be clear. Are you getting what I'm saying? So now, 
Like I said, the essence of prayer is in the harvest, the answers. So the issue was that these men, that's the Pharisees, the, all of those things, they, they had an hypocritical prayer lives. They were just praying publicly, but they had no prayer life. And like I told us, prayer is meant to be a daily culture for men who truly understand the value of prayer. And such men don't pretend to be fervent. You know, those people like that will not be pretend to be fervent in the public and, um, and in their private, they are not fervent. Are you seeing it? Now, so Jesus' teaching was clear. That means your Jesus' public prayer life was an art of his prayer concentration to God. And now, this now leads me to where I'm really going. That prayer will bring the harvest. Prayer will bring the answers. You see, we, we, we said something that if you look at Jesus' prayer lifestyle, his devotion to prayer was consistent. Jesus' prayer, and that's, this is where I'm actually getting to, his devotion to prayer was very consistent. And I'm teaching you as I teach myself because Jesus did not pray long today. And tomorrow, he did not pray again. Some of us, we, we have this practice of, because we have prayed, maybe like, let me see, maybe because we have prayed two hours yesterday, it just felt like today, ah, uh, ah, uh, was, ah, uh, uh, you'll be like, the way I've done should cover, and you just keep wallowing in that feeling of, that one I've done should cover up. Two weeks, you have not prayed again. Because you don't feel like, ah, uh -uh, last week. <laughs> You're even laughing at Jesus, ah, uh -uh. <laughs> just last week. But that was not what, that was not how Jesus did it. Jesus had that consistency. I, 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 I knew this much later in my Christian life that consistency is much better than that one-off thing. So that means if I want to pray one hour today now, I should be able to take that consistently. Not that I should just, maybe in a month, I just say one hour. Mm -mm. That's, there must be that consistency. That means I'm devoted to what I'm praying about. You know, if you, you know I don't know if you, I don't know about how you people look for flight ticket, but if I want to find look for flight ticket, I, if I'm the one that will buy myself, I, I, I do my search for like two weeks. I don't know if you are in that category. You'll be checking it, checking it every day, checking if the price has come down, checking the available options. I don't be checking it, checking it, checking it. When you're not buying, you even, there's some way you actually are even regretting on that one you are picked. <laughs> I don't know how you guys be. I don't know. That's me. I'll just be going over it again, going over it again, just because it means something to me. I about, I about, we, I, I don't know about you, but can we set ourselves and, and put a target and say, this particular one issue, I'm not going to stop praying about it for at least one month. Let's just say, okay, let's even say two weeks, 14 days. And I'm just going to stay on this thing. One hour every day, I'm going to devote myself to this. I told, I heard a story, and I've told some people to do it, and it has worked. I heard a story of a preacher. He said that the, 
I think they sacked him from his job. The preacher was sharing the story. I see, I see, this person called him and said, they sacked him from his job. And that job means the world to him. And that uh, he really needs that job back. That he doesn't want a new one. And he said, what do I do? Pastor, pray. Ah, the pastor said, well, I'll pray. But I want you to do something because you are a Christian. And the pastor told him that, go and pray. Spend at least three hours every day praying about this. And he told him, he now gave him an instruction, worship God after. So he told him and his wife, they now did it. And they set a particular target. And he said, maybe like 12 a.m. to 3 a.m., they'll just wake up every night. And they will just pray about it. Pray about it. He said, <clears throat> I think they, they dedicated themselves to pray for it for one week. He said on a Friday, they now, they now said, they now prayed and they worshiped God. He said that at that 3, 4 a.m. that they were finishing, they got a phone call. And what was the phone call about? Oh, we are sorry. Um, there was just a, we, we looked into the records properly and we found out that we should not have sacked you. And he said, ah, look, look at what he said. When I heard the testimony, he said, who calls people at 4 a.m.? to give somebody a job back. You know, say, that must be the goal. That, must, that, that alone shows you it's a miracle. And I believe it because, I mean, these are Christians, I don't believe they will lie because some people exaggerate their testimonies. So, so you have a wonder, even humanly possible, power of God possible, this one doesn't look like... <laughs> doesn't look like... Some people exaggerate their testimony. But I knew that this one was not exaggerating his testimony. And they saw a result. And I just, and I told myself, ah, this is quite a good thing. No? And you know, this, this, these guys were not praying for ministry. They were just praying for a job. I've heard a particular pastor who said, if any member of his, of his church wants to give birth or find himself in the hospital, he said, and that thing deepened my consecration as a pastor. And he said, I will go to that same hospital they, were, they are in. Maybe it is giving birth to, maybe it is sickness that take them to the hospital or anything. He said, I will go there and I will just be praying and praying and praying till they come out. I said, wow. Ah, the pastors are going the extra mile. And I, me, I asked myself, can I do it? I said, God, I beg. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? And I felt like that means these guys know the devotion to prayer. And, and I looked at my mom, and I've said this story several times. I looked at my mom. She went through, I've said this story a lot. She went through a problem and a shaking in her job. And, I mean, she was the one at fault. And every other person on her shift were all sacked that night because of her own mistake. About three, five people were sacked that night. Because of her own mistake. But my mother said, ah, I like my job. Oh. This is what my mother said. She said, I like my job. Oh. I don't want them to sack me. She is the one that made the mistake. And she said, I will just pray. And she stayed praying for, I think, two weeks, two, three weeks. And they called and they said, and my mom, she didn't have any other job at that time. She was just, it was just that one. So she was just always at home. So anytime I mistakenly come home, that time, 
I would just see her like, ah, I was just saying, I'm praying, I trust God. Ah. You know? I should just say casually. I didn't know that it was serious until the until she shared her testimony with me. And she just said that I prayed about this thing for maybe two, three weeks. And they called me back. And I was the only one they called back and said, I'm so sorry, we are so sorry that we, we sacked you, this and that and that. And they paid. You know, do you know the beauty of the testimony? Is that they paid her for the two weeks she did not work. And they did not call the other people. And she was the one. You don't get it. Like say, you are at fault. And other people, you implicated other people. I don't, that thing has been on my heart. And I felt to tell us as we approach this year, because this is still January, the year is still, the year is still pretty quite young. In as much as the year is even running, but it's still quite young. I about, I don't know what it is that you want. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to be stereotyped in this teaching and saying, oh, just ministry, just disciples, just the work of the ministry. I'm trying not to be stereotyped. I'm trying to teach you in an all vast me. I about you put a take this. Let me you see. Let me tell you something about testimonies as an example. And I do it a lot. If I hear somebody do this thing and it works, as far as is a Christian and is born again, believe you me, that same thing can happen to you. If somebody tells you, I prayed three hours every day and I saw this. I remember there was a time I had a meeting. One of the, the, my friend asked me just one question. And I knew why my friend asked. He said, how many hours did you pray before this meeting? I said, well, I did a lot of 12 hours and I did 24 hours praying. First, I said, that's all I just want to hear. I know why the friend asked me. The friend wants to go and replicate the same thing. Is it because there was just something off and different about you as you were ministering that I have never seen before? He said, so I knew this must be the work of prayer. And I said, okay. I took this certain number of hours and I prayed. They said, wow. I knew what the person meant. And I said, now look at something. As far as it has worked for somebody before as a Christian, let me tell you, it can work again. What? See, let me tell you. I, I tell Christians this thing, and I, and I say it with no apology a bit. That situation you are in, that it seems like it's difficult, we are the ones, and I say it even to myself, and because I'm going to hear this to myself, we are the ones that have made it remain the same. We have been lazy. It says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous. Who is that righteous man? Who is the righteous man? A man who has believed the gospel. You know, see, look at how the Bible calls you. It did not call you, Lord. You know, in, some people now, when they want to start prayer, they, they pray like they are sinners. Lord, please now. Uh-uh. Please. <laughs> you are a son. It's like saying, the president, it's like saying, a palace. Let me not use, let me, let me take it to a cultural setting now. It's like saying, you are the, the son of a king. You are a title to certain things in the throne. You are a title to your guards. Even the presidents of the president of the United States children, I believe they should be a title to some secret service. Or yes, those people that always wear black glasses and white and black. <laughs> they should be a title with those people following them around. Because it's, it's, it's just protection. 
That shows that you are not, you can't beg for those. It's just like the president of the United States begging for his meals. When there is a number, he just has to say, I want to eat this. That's all. He doesn't have to say, ah, Lord, which restaurant is open? Are you getting what I'm saying? I just want to eat this. That's all. So that means, the, and this I said, if Jesus came to the earth and prayed, ah, ah, if God came down as a man and it seemed as though he could not do without prayer, it shows you prayer is very, the praying in itself is a force, is very powerful. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. You know, he didn't rely on, oh, I'm God. Oh, I came to just die for the sins of man. Oh, uh, this is it. Uh, is it not to you, the sick? I got the power. This is somebody who prayed like he wanted to die. So, prayer will bring the harvest. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And when I say harvest, I'm saying answers. And we are in a year of, and a season of wild harvest. Prayer will bring the harvest. See, we just have to stay there in praying. I don't know whatever teaching or prayer you've heard though. That they told you, oh, just see, I'm telling you. Prayer. There is no man who prays in this life that runs at loss. Prayer will bring the harvest. So Jesus was not merely just praying. He shows that his prayer life revolved around enforcing the reality of God's will on the earth, the establishment of God's kingdom on the earth. And we see that his fruit of his prayer in his resurrection and the things he accomplished in his ministry, we could see it. Let me tell you. Do you know, even on the day of Pentecost, they were praying. At 1.14, at 2, it was a prayer meeting. It was in the midst of the prayer, the Holy Ghost came. They were not just sitting there and just waiting and just saying, oh, the Holy Ghost is coming today. Nobody, see, nothing happens like that. There was something I saw one of my business friends say on his, on his WhatsApp status today, and he said, there's a tendency that everybody feels that things will span out fine. So it's a lie. Is there nothing, if you don't put work to it, nothing will turn out fine. It will be the way you put it. And I just felt like that is actually how it is. Nothing eventually turns out fine. It is if you make it fine, it will turn out fine. And that is how it is too with praying. If you did not pray, I've always told you, God will do nothing about it. If you pray, God will do something. Something will change. Situations will give way. I'm, see, as much as I'm teaching you today, I'm actually teaching myself. <laughs> I'm teaching myself. And see, as I gradually begin to close, there is a kind of prayer that precedes a kind of harvest. The kind of harvest that we want to see must shape the way we want to pray. Look at Jesus. When he was about to go into when he was about to be arrested 
How was his last prayer? He prayed with what? Much what? Agony. Such that the tears, the Bible says the sweat on his body came down like droplets of blood. That, see, that must be much of an heartfelt thing. Um, scientists will say, I mean, science will say, or doctors will say, or health people will say that that must have been from a very stressed situation. Very, like, he's, he's stressed. So imagine that much he prayed. Now, how will he not be able to? You know, if he, if he probably did not pray that way, maybe he might have slapped the soldiers. <laughs> and that would just upturn the whole arrangement. Maybe as he was just going, maybe if he had said something to the pilot when they said, say something. Maybe as he just said, all of them would all fall down and be stuck under the power of God. Maybe he just say, wow. Maybe he just opened his mouth and just say, you know I'm clean. And all of them would just, you know, when they came to him, in John 18, John gave us an account and said, who, they asked him, who do you see? He asked them, who do you seek? And he said, I am E. And all of them fell down at the power of God. Since they went backwards. So just by announcing his prayer, I am E, they fell down. So imagine, maybe he just spoke on the cross. Or before they put him on the cross and named him, I just say, are you sure? <laughs> maybe the wind will just carry them. So he just kept quiet. Is the pray, maybe the maybe the all he was praying about is Lord help me to keep quiet. <laughs> you never can tell how far prayer will go, because imagine he did not do that, we will probably will still be looking for another savior. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a kind of prayer that precedes an harvest. There's a way you pray. Eh? That everybody in church will know that, ah, this brother, he needs something. This sister, he needs something. Ah, they will know that. And it's not as if you are praying so everybody will know. That's not, what, see, I don't know about you. If me, I'm praying, me, I'm praying to my own God. It's not because I'm whether you are looking at me or you are looking at me. What's my own? I'm praying. You should now be the one to pray. There is a kind of prayer that precedes an harvest. Look at, I just showed you the story of these guys, or this testimony that I heard, of somebody who prays, just like me now, if I'm having a special meeting, there's a way I will pray. If I'm having, let's say I'm having a special meeting now, believe you me, one month, or two weeks, or three weeks before that meeting, <laughs> I'm gone. When they say I'm gone, I'm, I'm already soaking myself into the well and the rains of prayer. So that when I now come for the meeting, they'll be wondering, wow, Pastor, it was so easy. It was easy in the prayer. As you just lay hands, the sick was healed. You're just calling cases. <laughs> Do you know the then of prayer, I've put myself. I remember mission is possible. I will never forget how me snakes and scorpions 
we're in the bush together. I can't forget that experience in my life. Dog even chased me. So when I came to me, I said, wow, that meeting blessed me. Why will he not bless you? It should, it should, oh yeah? <laughs> Why will he not bless you? I remember early in the morning when we were about to finish that long hour prayer, I stood somewhere in the, in, very close to the, to that um, place we were in. For, I've been hearing scorpions since I was small. I've never seen it like this. I only see it on TV. For the first time, the thing just move over my leg. Eh! You know when I was still feeling sleepy that time. You know, it's early in the morning. We prayed overnight. So I was still like, uh, I just saw one thing. I just saw that something was making sound. You know, if your eyes was not clear before, you just started shaking your eyes. I just saw the thing move. Eh! I was alert till I came to the hall. <laughs> and somebody will say the meeting will not bless you. Why will it not bless you? You know how many days I stayed praying? Dog chased me in the middle of prayer. And you say the meeting will not bless you. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There are some days before, before camp meeting. I did not see the sun. I did not see the moon. Just praying. And somebody will say, wow, when I watch camp meeting, the way you thought, he was just so easy. The prayer was not easy, my dear. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a prayer you pray that precedes the harvest. I, I'm teaching myself. See, I, see, let me tell you, I'm talking to myself, but I don't know how he's going to bless you. There's a prayer you pray that precedes the harvest. I won't forget there was a time we, we had issues with, um, before we came to the United States, we had issues with our visa. It was rejected, denied. And my mother was like, ah, eh? Is this how we not be with my husband for life? What is this? My mother just said, let's go and pray. And we went to one pastor. And the pastor, the first time in my life, no, many years ago, I saw somebody pray with supplication. You know, the pastor, as, as my mother was crying and telling the pastor the problem. But you know, when, the, when something is already biting somebody, <laughs> and he just said, the, the pastor just said, yeah, let's pray. He just held our hands and said, close your eyes, let's pray. And he just started praying, shouting. The sweat, the when they say the sweat of Jesus' body came down like blood, I saw it firsthand. His whole body was soaked. He was praying. He was, me, I, me, ah, me, I opened my eyes, obviously. I just, ah, it's not you that have the passport. <laughs> it's not you that is traveling. Why are you, ah, even me that I'm traveling, <laughs> I'm not praying this way. After he was done, look at what he said. He said, except I'm not a man of God. He said, because today is Friday, that's why they won't call you tomorrow. He said, but first thing Monday morning. He said, early in the morning, expect a call. He said, except I'm not a man of God. He said, because they have given you now in the spirit. Eh? And you know, that's when we are done, there was a joy. You know, they say, when you know when your prayer is answered. 
Some people that say, ah, I don't know if God has answered me is a lie. You did not pray. You did not pray. You say, I don't know if God has answered my prayer. You did not pray. That's why you did not know. Go and pray again, you will know. <laughs> they say, I just prayed. I just trusted God to answer. You are joking. Why you trust God to answer? You don't get it. The, the disciples, the disciples, before Pentecost, 40 days, Jesus has already resurrected. They had nine days praying. Why would the Holy Ghost not show up on the 10th day? Jesus left on the 40th day. Because what is Pentecost? 50 days after Passover. Jesus already spent 40 days after the resurrection with them and ascended on the 40 days. On the 40th day. The 41st day, they started praying. They prayed till the 50th day. And you expect that there will not be a rushing mighty wind. It has to come in a rushing mighty wind. It says suddenly there came a rushing mighty wind. It has to rush. So say, let the river flow. It doesn't flow by singing. Let the river flow. Let it flow. Let it flow. Go and pray it will flow. <laughs> so we say, you want, to, you want to raise the dead? I told somebody one time. I said, I, there was one time. Hmm, I won't say this word so that the person will not hear this. I won't say this word. So, let it flow. Let it flow. Even the, the choir man, the, the person that is leading, his, his stomach is almost cutting. Let it flow. Let it flow. It will flow without shouting. It will flow without shouting. What shout does Pastor Adibu have to shout to almost a million people? And me, I, I, I grew up in Redeemed Christian Church of God. I've been to the redemption camp before. I've sat down like at the back and just at his word, people came, people were healed in my own spot and that was kilometers away. What does he do? Before every special meeting, 40 days and 40 nights, praying in the bush. Tell me, why would the river not flow? Before Jesus started his ministry, 40 days and 40 nights, and you expect that when he goes to Matthew and say, follow me, they will not follow. Even if Jesus has gone to the devil, <laughs> and say, follow me, the devil will follow. After 40 days and 40 nights. And you just saw them. It looked like they were morons. Like they just say, Yeah, a pass collector. They just told feature. You know, like I'm catching fish, you don't be catching me. Say, okay. And they dropped their nest. I went. You are in your right mind. So I say, drop your academics. Drop your job. Follow me less than do ministry. You tell the person, are you possessed? But that's power of prayer. He finished prayer and he went to the street to go and look for disciples. And he picked them 12. He knew what he was doing. He think the, the river will not flow. It's not by shouting, Oh, let it flow! <laughs> there is a prayer you pray. Going back to that pastor that was praying for us, 
By the time we we're done, in fact, when we left the office, me and my mother were just happy. Ah, I will never forget. My mother said, ah, I've not been able to eat for days. Let me go and buy food. We went, we ate, we we're like, ah, and believe you me, festing on Monday morning, my mother got the call. I've not heard stories like that before, where they call you and tell you they made a mistake with your visa. It happened to me, to us. The story we just, um, uh, we're sorry we denied you, but we just checked some few things again. Eh? I've not heard that before. If I even say something, we used to think I'm, I'm exaggerating. But something that happened to me. Then I said we should bring back our passports. They did not interview us again. No. We didn't go to say, they just said, bring back your passports. That was all. And that's why we are here today. Prayer. This is a prayer you pray. You know that uh, this, this is done. So I say, I'm still trusting God that He will answer. They don't trust God. By the time you are done praying, you will know if you should continue or if you should stay. There are some times, if you are preparing for a meeting, and I don't know, maybe, maybe you are not in my shoe. Maybe I'm praying for a, I'm praying for a meeting, and I've prayed, though. I've spent days praying, and I just feel like, ah, I'm not yet ready enough for this. When I start feeling that way, I know that, okay, there's some things that needs to be done in this meeting. I'll just start feeling, I'll just start telling myself, man, I have to double up in prayer. I'll just be finding that, that even normally, I'll just be having sleepless nights. Maybe, maybe if I'm done praying, on a norm, sometimes I'll just, ah, I'll just be tired, I'll just go and sleep. But sometimes, I'll just be finding that I'm struggling to sleep. I'll just, I'll just return back to the praying. Because I don't want a situation whereby somebody will come to the meeting and say, hmm, I said, all these pastors, they're just fake. Oh, they don't have any disease to deceive people. Ah, it's not be. Let whoever wants to say it, let the person mischievously say it. I don't even get what I'm saying. Let it not be that. I'm the one that. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? Ah. Prayer. Men of God. All of you listening to me today, I did not zero what I'm teaching to you to a specific thing. I mean, whole aspect of your life can be undoed if only you give yourself to prayer. And let me tell you what I used to tell my friends. I said, it's only a lazy man that won't pray. I said, it's laziness. And I tell myself the same thing. Anytime I'm feeling weak, like, oh, just say, why are you lazy? And you notice that it's now when you enter a problem, you will now want to pray. Why not, why not build a dedication of prayer before problem? Then you not start seeing people moving from one church to another, waiting for their problem to be set to do. It will not be, it will not be a competition of power past power within churches. Say, yes, this church, they, they are powerful because they solve my problem. Why can't you build a prayer life? Are you not a Christian? Are you not born again? Is pray, does a prayer like where a pastor should live by example and pray and all of those things? Paul said, I pray more in tongues more than you all. But Jesus told his disciples, he taught his disciples to pray. The disciples were praying. Even though they struggled and slept at some point. But when Jesus left them, they were praying. 
So that and you've noticed in the book of Acts, the entire church was praying. So that means a Christian should not base his prayer life on just coming to church, just the prayer he will pray in church meeting. At home, do you pray? And I tell people, I say, it's a lie that you don't have time. It's a big lie. As far as you still have a Netflix account, you have time. As far as you still have a TikTok or Facebook or Instagram and WhatsApp, you have time. It's a lie. You have time. It's just priority to you. You have not, sometimes I tell people, you have not just faced a problem. Sometimes when some people come and meet me and say, Pastor, I'm going through this thing. And maybe I discern it in the spirit that these words are not praying. Because sometimes it's God that gives you problems, so you will pray. Because you have not been praying for long. One thing will just come. Bim! Hey! You will not be doing midnight VG. Hey! Jesus! Oh! <laughs> you will forget Instagram and Netflix. You know, Wonji? Ah, but the issue, how come the issue just left suddenly? It wasn't really a big problem. God just wanted to revive your prayer life. Sometimes you'll be thankful for problems like that. Sometimes maybe when I'm feeling weak or lazy, maybe for like two days or something, a church member will just call. Pastor, you know, I'm going to do the... ah! <laughs> Maybe I've been praying 30 minutes, one hour before, two hours, I've just been praying. So just call me and say, Pastor, you know, I'm going through the... Hey! That's the night I will start. <laughs> My prayer life will wake up back. <laughs> I just feel like... And I, within two days, the person just call and say, you know, it was never really an issue. Me, I just feel like, thank you for telling me. It's just a wake-up call. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm backslidden too much. Wake up, wake up. Pray. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must pray. Yeah, Christian. And I'm trying to stretch this thing and make us understand this thing so that you don't base your prayer. You must have a private prayer life. You must have that, that devotion. And like I said, prayer will bring the harvest. I think that should be the title of this sermon. Prayer will bring the harvest. Prayer will bring the harvest. It will. It will bring the answers. See you someone who doesn't have answers. He hasn't prayed. I tell you the truth. He hasn't. I, I, I remember when I came to this city. I, I came to this city. Tomorrow is going to make it two years. I came to this city with no job, no car, no house, just three bags. I slept at the airport. I will never forget. I slept at the airport overnight. I didn't know anyone. I didn't. I mean, I've never been here before except the time I came to spy this city and prayed. I just came to spy it September, one midnight, and I went back. I just drove around like, hey, is this where I'm coming to? And I go back. And I came to this city. Just like that. Not knowing anybody. And I told myself, I said, I know God wants me to start a church here. <laughs> and they've been churches who, but me, I will pray. That's all I will do. So see, somebody will ask me, somebody asked me, what do you want to do differently? Why should people come to I said, I will just pray. That's all. I'm not going to force anybody. I'm just going to pray. 
So I set myself, set my prayer targets. Days into days. Days into days. Was it easy? No, it was not. Is it still easy? It's still not. But is God faithful with us? Ah, within two years, almost 65 people, almost 65 countries has listened to our sermon. And we just came on SoundCloud around this time last year. Just one year now. Nations are picking up our messages to listen. Somebody say, ah, is it that easy? You think it was easy when I was praying? Prayer will bring the harvest. Are you getting what I'm saying? Under one year of our ministry, or with two years, of, we've had a conference in Uganda. We are trusting God for several nations. Our the way we think now in our church now, we are not thinking of just Rochester alone. We have almost eleven cells in different parts and pockets of men in different places. Not even places. Now, as I'm speaking to you, our church in Uganda is holding a retreat. Somebody that say, ah, wow, things are just easy for you. I say it was not easy for me in prayer. It was not. As I'm speaking to you now, our church in Uganda is holding a call. They are praying. They are, I don't know how many hours they are doing, but they are praying. They've lost themselves. They are praying. They are trusting God. They've come like their own sight and sound. I'm going to address them on Saturday night. In midnight, I'm going to address them in a Zoom meeting. So we say, ah, this is the way we are talking in two years of our church now. We are not talking just Rochester. We are talking nations. We are talking cities. When we hold conferences now, is people come from different places to our, to, our, to our church. Different states, different places. We are trusting our, our major concern now is how people will get visa into the United States for our conference. That's our prayer point now. So we say, oh wow, how is that? Prayer, my brother. I don't have it. I don't I don't have jazz. I don't have voodoo. I can't do it. I don't know. The, I don't know how to do it. I can't trust in so I, I see those people that do it as as lazy people. And in that time, you should have been using to burn sacrifice. I've been doing something. Why not burn it in prayer? I don't see it as lazy people. I can't. What's that? Some of you were in service. Went some couple walk into this service and just give us a keyboard. And they never showed. We, we've not seen their brick light again. I don't know what happened to them. Maybe they were healed in one of our meetings. They came in, brought the keyboard, and left. And we needed it. I mean, we did not need it. We needed it. And you know how much it is to buy a keyboard? As at that time, when we had it, we now have the money. Prayer will bring the harvest. Hallelujah. Prayer will bring the harvest. Amen. Prayer will bring the harvest. I'm not bothered though. And I don't, see, I don't want you to be bothered about anything in this life rather than praying. That worry on your heart, that anxiety in your heart, that fear in your heart, if you bury yourself in the place of prayer, it will give way. 
that discomfort in your heart is a prayer gap. Bury yourself in the place of prayer. There's no way in this area I have not walked to praying in tongues. Using my feet, praying. I'm not seeing yet the harvest too, but I know I will still see it. Friday prayer meeting like this in the cold. Some of you, some of you have seen me before. Even on the highway, just walking around, praying like I, like I want to go mad. Going to the bush, just praying. Why? Ah, See, I don't know about you, but if I, if, the very day I decided to serve Jesus, I told myself I would do it where? Praying. I knew most of this, most of the places in the Nereta on my feet. But I say, oh wow, just by praying, maybe when I pray in tongues. The, oh wow, so there's a place like this here. In the night, in the day. Some of you said, oh, you followed me eight hours. When we walked around several places, the corner. Some of you are wondering, how do you know this corner? They play. Just praying. Prayer will bring the harvest. Hallelujah. It will bring the answers. It will bring the men. You don't want to deceive people by saying, people that go that stay in churches, it's by prayer. Nobody comes to church and stay like that too. It's prayer. Me, I don't have... What they call me to do in ministry is not to, to give people drama, to give people entertainment. We don't have that. You don't understand. You can't come to supernatural communications now and expect that there's a drama time. There's choreography time. Special administration. We don't have that time. It's prayer and the word we give you here and the gifts of the Spirit. When I know that, <laughs> I don't have that one. Or one light that is only shh, that is just so captivating for people. On one ambience. It's not bad though. When I know that I don't have that one, ah, all I have is my knees. You know, that's the, that's the problem with the kind of someone we preach. We don't have any other... I don't have... What, what am I going to use to entertain you in this service? Are we going to be buying you food? Barbecue Sunday. I don't have that time. What I want to teach in God's word, even 2024 is not enough for it. 20, Ten years is not enough for what I want to teach in God's word. Twenty years is not enough. If I'm saying I should start now and teach you from God's word, twenty years is not enough. So I will now, we will now be doing barbecue Sunday, pizza night, jeans day, worship meeting. That worship meeting we used to do prayer meeting. We will now worship God for praying. You know it says praying and supplication and giving thanks. Not that you just go and give thanks like that. <laughs> Is it praying all? Are you getting what I'm saying? Ah. All we have here is power. Word, word of knowledge. Word of wisdom. Gift of healing. Workings of miracles. Tongues and interpretation. Prayer. Word. Simple. That's all. And that one is difficult in our day. You don't understand. After service now, we are going home. It's not as if we have one special administration to do. When you come to church, none of you have come to this place before now, and the next thing you see us do is 
Brethren, let's just do a drama night. We don't have that time. The time we used to do drama, we used it to pray. What drama did Jesus give his disciple? Follow me. Ah, is that a drama? So you see that many of these things, we can't be lazy. Are you getting what I'm saying? We can't be lazy. We can't believe people are listening to our messages in different countries in the world. I mean, even me, I'm surprised. But I'm not I'm surprised, but I'm not really surprised. Because we are praying. When we pray, many times we are praying for these nations. We are praying. There was a sister who came for our, to our ministry in Notre Dame for three months, sent us a picture, and said, Thank you for this three months training. I have replicated what I'm doing now in Brazil. She sent me, I, I don't know if she sent you the same picture. She sent me the picture of the ministry and I'm like, three months. She said, thank you for Supernatural Community Church. Oh my God. Just, just the, I'm like, ah. Are you getting what I'm saying? Prayer. Let's just pray. Amen. Prayer will bring the answers. Prayer will bring the men. And that situation that you are dealing with, you say, oh, I want this job. Oh, I want this um, thing to be fixed. Oh, I want this. Prayer. There is nothing you can't pray about. Even for food, I simply pray. There's nothing you can pray about. Don't say, this one is just America will undo it. I know. Talk to God. There is a kind of prayer that brings the harvest. The kind of prayer that the apostles prayed and 3,000 men ate Peter in Acts 2. There's a prayer like that. I'll go. <laughs> 3,000 men heard him. And that same God is our God today. See, if we learn to pray like Jesus did, pray for me as I close. We learn to pray like Jesus did. We will see mighty things happen in our lives and ministries. If we pray just like Jesus, if we pray like the apostles, look at when they arrested Peter, what did the church do? The Bible says the church prayed without ceasing. So that you don't understand. They prayed till their answer walked back to them. I, I look at that text and I'm like, can we as a church still pray like that in our today's world? It's like say they arrested your pastor now. Let me give you a scenario. It's like say they arrested me now. And instead of going around and say, hey, Lord, hey, which lawyer should we connect for pastor? Which did you do? Say, no, that's not what they said. Look at what they did. The Bible says they gathered together in Acts 12. Go and read it. Look at, look at where they missed it at first. They, look at how the writer of Luke was very intentional. He said, they beheaded James. So they now less their lesson that, ah, it's because they did not pray. They now say, now they have arrested Peter. Peter was in prison. He was even sleeping. The guy was gone. Probably as a little said, I've tried my best. I've preached the gospel. I've finished my course. 
But no, the church did not agree. Eh? Our pastor will go like that. Thousands of men gathered. Rhoda opened the door and said, No, you are not, you don't look like our pastor. He closed the door back. It's just that the church members were even arguing and say, Close the door, he's not our pastor. They doubted that their results will come to their house. Wow. That alone, I don't know about you how you think, but that alone is a challenge to me. That that means if I stay on my knees and pray, I can maybe it is if it is a phone call. I can pray till that phone call comes back. You don't understand. Maybe it's a phone call I'm expecting. I can pray till that. You know, I showed you that story of our own, my, my family and the visa issue we went through. That as the man finished praying, there was a. In fact, me and my mother, we looked at each other like, ah. Because we, it's like we sat down, like a typical office thing, and it was just praying with so much. And me and my mother, we looked at us and we smiled, like we're happy. And he told us, it's because it is Friday night. First thing Monday morning, they will call you. My mother was, the way my mother believed is that my mother already planned to leave Lagos, leave for Lagos, to get to the embassy immediately. As the phone call came like this, she knew it. And less than a month, we got our visa. started from in this teaching. Let's stay in that secret place till we see our results. Let's stay there. See. Let's dust laziness from us. Me and you, as far as you are seated here, we don't have we don't have voodoo. We don't have a jazz. We don't have one thing that we will say yeah, work for me today. That's, that's, I don't know about you. Before I come and preach many a times, I tell myself, hey, are you really? You don't have one thing you are talking to. I say, so I'll just spend my time praying in tongues. I just say, Lord, over to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? I remember I was preaching somewhere and I knew and, and I, I, I was preaching for my friend. This was in December. And I knew that they had prayed before this meeting. So me too, I prayed and I was ready and I was very ready to minister to them. As soon as I got to the pulpit, ah, I could not teach. And I asked him, I said, what did you do before this meeting? He said, we're ready. I said, ah, wow. The first word of knowledge I called, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you how God works. The first one that I just asked, and me, I try many times too. You know, it's like if you, if you tell me something today now, sometimes I've forgotten. Somebody will not say, It's because you told me that, and I come and call it out as a word of knowledge. I said, I said, If you go to my church, <laughs> another thing is, if you go to my church, I call names that even the people that brought them did not know they bear their name. <laughs> so I now call the name. Guess what happened? There was a guy, he's, he's, he's a minister of the gospel in that meeting. Before I came up, he already asked and said, Please, 
you need prayer. Who has a prayer request? Who has something? I want to pray for you because as this man of God is about to come up. Yeah. So I just, as I mentioned the name, he just came out. He brought his phone. I said, what? I said, what happened? He said, I'm not the one that have this name. But the very first person to respond to me just 10 minutes before you step up to this pulpit, that is him and that's the issue. I said, that's actually what I'm talking about. And I mentioned what I was talking about. I said, that's a, you see, the whole meeting went wild from that. And I just came up to the meeting 10 minutes. And that was the first thing I just saw. And I said, who is this person? So I said, how do you do it? I said, you prayed before your meeting now. What do you expect? The Holy Ghost will move. Where there is much prayer, there is much spirit. There is somebody walking into our church now. I don't expect that the, you people will be waiting for me to raise the person off from the wheelchair. When you start, if you are not praying, I expect that before the person will come to this place, they, you should have at least tried your best. Am I right? Yes. Because we are praying. Some of you, the reasons why you invite people to church is because you are confident that pastor will call your case. I'm not like that. I don't know if invited people to say, don't worry, just come and sit down. Pastor will, the pastor will pray for you. He will call you out by the Spirit of God. You know, that, imagine, imagine it has never happened before. What confidence will you have for your pastor? Say, this will this move with it. Moving the things of the spirit, John. Pray. I want to challenge you this 2024 to let's stay in prayer just like the church. So that even your answer is scaring you, like, hey, is it really happening? Just like what they did with Peter. They were they were they were like, this is not Peter, it's not Peter. They were arguing. These are people that were praying that Peter should return. Home. They were saying, No, it's not Peter. You know when Peter comes like that, prayer has ended. You don't understand. As Peter don't go, Peter comes to say, in Jesus' name we pray. You know that's a good prayer point. Your answer came and ended the prayer. On to the next one. Look at um, Paul and Silas. They were stuck in prison. They knew that a new man possible is not possible. It's not, there's no way. What did they do? sang praises to God and the walls came down. You can't tell me prayer does not work. There are precedents in scripture. Elijah prayed and the head gave forth no rain. He said he prayed again and the head gave forth rain. Prayer will bring answers. Look at all the scenarios I'm saying. Different scenarios. Of Anna, somebody say, but she was barren. She stayed in the temple praying till the man of God told her, Go carry your child, brethren. I challenge us this year. Let's pray. I challenge us. I challenge you as I challenge myself. I'm challenging myself. Let's stay there till we see our results. for it. 
of you have been hungry before in the midnight and you, are, you start looking for food or you start cooking in the midnight because you are very hungry that is how you should be when you are looking for answers in prayer be that hungry such that your sleepless night you have sleepless night over the issue let's see to it that just like in Acts 2 3,000 men producing prayer let's do the same this year such that the results of what they were praying about in our 12 came back to their house Pastor Olamomi said until Peter comes knocking we won't stop praying hallelujah until you get that phone call until you get that application approved how about that until that person responds to you intelligent let's believe God for one thing I don't know about you but tonight just talk to God about one thing one thing and that one thing because of our time today we will not be able to pray for too long but because just that one thing let's stay it and say from today Friday till next week Friday we are going to stay on this one thing praying how about that brethren how about that right and we're going to give it our time our days in prayer such that we will see results. How many of you want to pray? You know, what I did to you tonight is I did not limit it to just ministry. I limited, I explained it in all areas of our lives. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Let's pray. Manto supra deske parabarakashkate subrodo seketele braga Manto sati kraskata brate shatalabra diska Rosa proto sotala braga de broko soto braga diska Elekre de zapraga dosha la mata Rekos sopra tiska 